Oh, it's so wonderful to see you again. Come in and unwind. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. So come, take a seat. Would you like something sweet? A star drop potion for the soul? Maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat? I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here is your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Celestial Cafe. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Dukes Lee. I'm here joined today by Panthera. This is our first two-person episode. This is very exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited. Long overdue, I feel. And yeah, welcome back. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Fae. Just everything about Fae, about the folklore, about how to get in touch with the Fae. If there's even any Fae in your area uh, that that you can call today and hang out with. Uh, <laughs> 1-800, call the Fae today. <laughs> <laughs> get in contact with them ASAP. Wow, I just punched my mic. I mean, that's how excited I am. Uh, and yeah, uh, before we get into the meat of this episode, there's a few things I'd like to announce first. Uh, first of all, once again, thank you to all of our patrons that have been supporting us. Uh, we are eagerly putting out new and exciting Patreon smorgasbord tchotchke for all of you uh, in the next <laughs> couple days actually so okay it'll actually be before this episode comes out i'm gonna be putting up a fey reading sort of in celebration Ooh. of this episode so i have a few fey oracle decks i have like the fairy oracle with brian froud who someone i'm excited to talk about today got the forest fey oracle too really cute really tiny deck uh, and some other things that i think you can and just so you guys there. know too anytime you join the patreon you get access to all the previous posts as well too so you don't get to miss out on any of the goodies you get um the crystal posts that i did of crystals that work well with the moon you get tarot readings from the past that we've done um i think you did a love letter to pisces that's kind of mm-hmm. talking about the astrological side of things so so many goodies in there just waiting for you yeah yeah and it's it's always a joy to go through uh lots of beautiful magic from all four of the hosts on there um another thing that's really cool that we just discovered is that spotify uh so shout out to our spotify listeners now has a video podcast option so all the videos that we've been recording for our youtube will also be able to be viewed on spotify pretty cool uh we were pretty excited to find out about that and i hope that other podcast platforms start to catch up and uh panthera also has something that she would like to talk about regarding the archive of our episodes yeah so if you've been listening to us on spotify um apple podcasts or on stitcher you may have noticed that when you try to scroll back through to maybe some older episodes that they were only the most 10 recent episodes available we have since noticed and fixed that so the entire archive is available of all of our episodes back to the very very first one that we did for podcasts. So definitely check it out. There's some really good ones back there. Um, how we all found our spiritual paths, our tarot episode, uh, how to start shadow work, cord cuttings, so many good ones. So definitely go mm-hmm. back and let us know what you think about those episodes. Cool. Yes, that that's important. We didn't realize that that was not happening. Yeah, and speaking of uh, video on Spotify, apparently my video is fucking up, but hopefully you can enjoy all five pixels of me as we talk about Faye. 
Should be good. Of course, your uh, video is like perfect right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so maybe maybe I'll go in and out of the veil um, yeah. as the Ooh, Fae do. It's the, the, the fairies the interacting. Veil. Yeah. yeah I, um, <laughs> actually, hold up. <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's actually funny to think about. But anyway, yeah. So that's our spiel. That's our intro. Are you ready to talk about Faye? Yes, I'm so excited. Okay. So I think just like maybe a little bit of background for our um, listeners, but you've worked with the Faye for a very long time now, right? Yeah, I mean, since I was a kid, like mm-hmm. I've, I've lived. Um, so I'm, I'm currently like living at my childhood home and right down the street from me, there's a lake. And then across from the lake, there's a big forest clearing. And I would just spend so much time there growing up, uh, like sleeping in the moss and just like doing little kid stuff, like like skipping rocks on the lake and in the river and swinging from vines and stuff like that and uh, picking flowers. And I spent a lot of time in that area growing up and... I've had very fey experiences there, and I I have a repertoire with, if not fey, then like the local forest, you know mm-hmm. that that I am spending time in, which to me is fey, uh, and yeah. the way that they've come through is very fey like, um, very mischievous. I've been, uh, I joke, and I've joked on here before, like you know I'm indebted to them for like my next seven lifetimes and stuff <laughs> like that, like. I've done everything wrong because I got into Faye as a kid, but I, I, I think mean, what that- do you do? Like, what do you, how do you know better? It's like, yeah, and it's not like American culture is very like centered around respecting the Faye either. Like a lot no. of other cultures overseas kind of are like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. Actually, like, uh, and, and what better to who better to trick than a little kid? And mm-hmm. who better to bamboozle than little five-year-old Dugsley wandering through the forest? Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, you know, a repertoire has been built, offerings have been given, and we have a pretty symbiotic relationship. Me and, uh, and I'll probably use the term the forest or the fae mm-hmm. interchangeably. Yeah. Uh, and, like, it, because to me, it's, like, one and the same. Uh, they, they're operating on this, like, very... Uh, a Gaian level <laughs> and uh, yeah they're definitely they, like spirits very heavily tied to nature at mm-hmm. the very least like yeah. um just very interesting so mm-hmm. I guess I personally don't currently work with the Fae but I do work with like local land spirits and things like that some of which I think there might be a lot of overlap I, I don't know I'm kind of like this okay. is something I would like to discuss today I think later on we're going to kind of talk about like what what are the fae and the categories of the fae and what makes a fae some of them i'm not sure like if they're some of them there might be no overlap some of them there might be complete overlap so I'm, yeah that's the one topic i'm interested in discussing tonight and for sure it's gonna be interesting too because all of my fae knowledge is very layman it's very just my experience like i i've never picked up a book on fae and been like what am i experiencing this is just like all these the verbiage i'm going to be using is probably just words that i've come up with and experiences i've discussed so i'm interested to hear the overlap with what you've studied because you you and i do a lot of book yeah i do a lot of research (laughs) i kind of (laughs) in the this is where perfectionism is helpful but also it kicks me a little bit because i tend to research things like 
for hours and hours and hours before I even like touch it physically. Right, 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 like, right. so I, I've done a lot of research on them and everything for sure. And like, um, I don't know, famous and like folklore is just so fascinating to me. It so is. It I'm is, all yeah. about mythology. Um, I love mm-hmm. it. So, cool. but I guess so. Let's get started with like what what is a fae? Like, um, how would you define? what a, a like a fairy spirit is something i've never done out loud i don't think is explained <laughs> that um so in my experience the fae have shown up as protectors of the land that they're on they are very devoted to nature very devoted to their their clans their houses they are spirits that sort of intermingle in between the veils and uh, like and and likes to s- do a lot of quantum leaping between <laughs> our mm-hmm. existence and their existence, uh, which is happening at the same time. And they definitely but- seem to be like this is a definitely a reoccurring theme amongst like all cultures um, across the globe. Really, what kind of sets them apart seems to be that they they have kind of like a home realm or yes. like um, you say like across the veil. Um, <laughs> I'm a D&D player, so for me, it's like count across planes, right? No, so, yeah, 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 But yeah. Um, the Feywild. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's definitely like a common theme that I've noticed more with the Fey versus like other types of spirits and stuff where like it almost seems like there there is a barrier. And for some of them, they might be in like the same other area, but for some of them, it doesn't seem to be the same other area i I don't know it's definitely like interesting like where are Mm -hmm. are they like and the descriptions of kind of this um fairy plane from like folklore and stories and Mm -hmm. things like that is definitely fascinating so that's definitely like a theme i've noticed with a lot of the fae stories is this trying to trick you or lure you into this other realm kind of a thing yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of mischievousness happening in the Fae realms, um, and they especially love to fool humans. I mean, mm-hmm. we're so gullible and hopeful. <laughs> uh, and uh, did I really see that in questioning? And uh, they they like, they're mercurial. They like to mm-hmm. um, entrance us and and beguile us and yeah. make us enchanters for sure. Yeah, uh, they like to because they're investigatory. That's a new word. Um, they, mm-hmm. they they're curious, and um, I think that not every human that it depends on where you're going. If you're if you're gonna be stomping through Feyland, then they're gonna do everything they can to kind of poke your sides and make you mm-hmm. jump and uh, make you sort of Wonderland-esque like, wait, what direction am I walking? That kind of <laughs> stuff, you know? Um, oh, I thought I was going in one direction. Turns out I did like a 180 and going the other way, you know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, trickster personalities for sure. Yeah, like yeah. they, And that's one thing, it's like, I, I wonder like how it is from their perspective a little bit but um is it purely just for fun on their side of things like is, is this how like you know instead of netflix they have let's go mess with humans kind of a thing or like I, I don't know like or is it more of like we're invading and that's their way of fighting back almost like it's, in a I way i think it's a little of everything i do think mm-hmm. it's a defense mechanism uh because they know how fragile the human mind mm-hmm. is and they they know they can mess with it they know that they can optical illusion their way 
through an, an intruder. But I also think that they beckon sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're like, come here. Let me let me show you this forbidden <laughs> fruit uh, like sort of activity, right? Um, and it, it's so dependent upon what kind of fae you meet, though. Yeah, and then, and then so that actually leads me kind of into yeah. the next like um, thing that I think that characterizes fae is they always seem to be involving themselves in human affairs, whether for like beneficial means or um, more uh, nefarious means. But the mm-hmm. the name or the word fairy actually comes from the Latin fata, which I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, but F-A-T-A, <laughs> um, which means um fate so they gets that kind of terminology from interacting and like influencing the fate of mortals and humans such as ourselves which i think is very like fascinating they're very heavily associated with luck both good luck and bad luck i'm not surprised to hear that like the association with luck it's funny because i've been so intertwined in the fey existence for so long and one thing i've always attributed to myself is luck i've always felt super lucky in life Mm -hmm. and i've constantly feel the presence of fey around me uh i i I don't know maybe they all told their friends that i'm like cool i I feel like i'm constantly being guarded and guided by this yeah otherworldly magic and and yeah i do think that and of course just like with humans just like with any other creature there are some fey that are like super interested in humans there are some fey that don't give a single hoot and we'll just stay away. In fact, um, I mean, there's so it just like with humans, there's all different types of fae and, mm, and behaviors absolutely. and uh, temperaments. Like, but I think all of them are ultimately curious. Uh, is I think the big word. Like in some way, shape, or form, and at least the ones in my area and the ones that I grew up with, the ones that of course are the most common in my life. Those are the ones that reached out to me first and I'm the one mm-hmm. that keeps feeding them <laughs> whipped cream <laughs> and <laughs> they, so they keep coming back um <laughs> for better or for worse uh but yeah luck good luck bad luck I believe that I believe that mm-hmm. there's every now and again I mean like who hasn't had the weird situation where you feel the brush upon the shoulder or the tug of the skirt or the um, the lifting of the hair. So that's one thing that's so interesting, like here, at least in the United States, is things like that are almost always associated with the paranormal more than like fairies. Whereas right, over in Europe, true. it's very heavily associated with like fairies in particular. So I think this is a question that I hear very often that I think maybe we should cover is, um, do you believe that the fairies exist outside of Europe and Ireland and kind of, you know, where there's... Yeah those famous kind of stories coming from. Yeah. And, and I, I have thought about this before because like I've since a kid, I've been using the word fairies and then yes. I heard the discussion of like, wait, but they're over the pond and I'm like, wait, but I mean, I, they're travelers, they're mercurial. They want to move. They want to schmoove. Who, who says that a fae hasn't caught a plane before? Who says a fae hasn't been on a boat and came over here and made their own little fae mm-hmm. colony? You know, like, I, I, to me, it, it's, and, and spirits, the, the veil is not 
limited to one area you know like yeah i think that it, it could even be a thing where like two steps it's like the nether in minecraft you take two mm-hmm. steps in the nether <laughs> and it's like a hundred feet yeah. here oh interesting uh, yeah like yeah. hyperspace or whatever <laughs> exactly yeah i uh I, it's funny because I was just saying before the podcast started, like a lot of this stuff, I don't think I've ever really talked about out loud. It's just been like this knowing and this understanding and this magic in my head for so long. I'm already feeling like, I don't know, there's like so many mirrors to, it's so funny, I, I, I'm struggling to find words. <laughs> uh, like the, the with, I never even thought about the supernatural thing before. Mm. Uh, that makes a lot of sense wherein... And and I've talked we we've talked about on the Salwin episode I believe where I'm like are ghosts not fae question mark uh, <laughs> I think that comes down to like whether or not you believe fae are human in nature right whereas ghosts are true. very clearly like derived from human at least what we believe is ghosts and like the spirits of humans that have passed right mm-hmm. um, so that is where like can fae be human or like where like the, the this could get really existential too but like. Do we believe necessarily that the planes where wherever ghosts are, if we if we let's just say that everything yeah. is real just for the sake of this everything. argument, yeah, does the the plane that ghosts are from and then able to interact in here the same as the plane that the fairies are able to from and interact in here is the same as angels where are they from and can interact in here or demons or you know whatever like spiritual beings that we're talking deities whatever you want to mm. talk about or do we believe that it's <laughs> I'm gonna reference D and D again because that's what I know and love mm. but in D and D it's kind of there are just multiple different planes kind of encompassing around the world in different layers almost. So there's ones that are very close to the world, which their their fey world is one that's like right on the other side, basically. It's very easy to, to connect with. Whereas mm. then like the elemental planes are a step further and then the deity planes are a step further. So they're more difficult to cross over kind of a thing, but they're still able to kind of influence. Wow. So mm. cosmology. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's got to be somewhere in between all that. To me, I always considered it a case of density and vibration. We we vibrate very fast, very heavily, very dense. And I think that Fae have a lighter vibration um, and um, less density. And I think that these mythical creatures can increase and decrease their density kind of maneuver through areas that we ourselves can't right yeah and i think yeah. a lot of times too like we we only have uh five senses really like so ish. who knows what other cre- yeah ish um <laughs> yeah. who knows what other like creatures or beings could have and be able to influence yeah. and see and whatever um mm-hmm. like there's there's even just animals that we know of who you know sharks can sense elect and fish in general can sense like electromagnetic pulses through the water and, like that's yeah, how they like yeah. through their lateral lines so it's like Ooh, who, who yeah. knows like what else could exist out there oh yeah um, like- have you seen there's a tiktok video and i'll have to like maybe i'll post in the discord afterwards but it's um this woman described like a 2D being interacting with a 3D being in just a way okay. that we can comprehend and using it to explain how maybe 4D or 5D beings are like interacting with us but so they've got like the a little stick per- person like drawn on a chalkboard and they've got like an item in the box 
but and you know the the person on the the stick person can't necessarily like move the item out of the box right because it's in a 2d space but we're able to like pick up the item move it in our 3d space and move it out of the box so it was just like or we can like flip them like sideways and backwards and they don't even have any like concept of how they knew 3d even though they're a two-dimensional being so i don't know it was just really fascinating i'll post them in in the Mm. discord once this um, episode goes live but it very it makes you think a little bit sometimes and i I think that word that keyword there is comprehension like Mm -hmm. i can't even begin to comprehend what a 4d 5d 6d and onward space could yeah who even (laughs) be what it could represent uh like it is completely outside my realm of understanding. It's interesting. Yeah. It's it makes you think. It makes you think. Mm-hmm. I just love anything that like I'm gonna shake your worldview a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> they shake yeah. it up in there. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, that kind of covers what we were talking about, like the where the fair from. We talked about like if they're here or not. I so I guess my opinion on whether or not they can fay are like inherently in North America or so on. Um, I think yeah. that the fay are all over the yeah, world. Yeah, they're everywhere. But, they gotta be, yeah, right? I think that um, just people have different names for them, but it, how, like, yes. it's like kind of like dragons. It's like, how is it possible that so many different like cultures all over the globe have names for these things and developed around the same period of time? But mm-hmm. um, we have like, you know, the Native American Algonquins, the Iroquois, they had um, essentially like the little people. The Aztecs had uh, the Chinekes or those who dwell in dangerous places. We've got uh, the good people of both Scotland and the right. Wolof people of West Africa, like the same name for in two different mm. languages for two different complete places like mm. i don't know it's it's so yeah. interesting to me yeah like all across oceans like that we have these same ideas and they all kind of follow that same pattern like the good people the hidden people like the you know they they all have very similar names and are very heavily associated with trickery Luring others very heavily associated with luck and like influencing people. Oh, yeah. And um, shape shifting um, is also another big one. Yeah. And luck, too. Like, I think about like the leprechaun mm, yeah. in, in Ireland and stuff. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being so involved in the world, it's just, yeah, things I've never really thought about before. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It is. It's so like fun. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I just love it when it's like it's like puzzle pieces and like everything's kind of mm-hmm. like it clicks together when you think about it. And I, I love it when like things all come together or like you know the puzzle of like how how yeah. all these different people have these same similar stories and like what did they all influence that might be you know the same kind of um, lead you to the same tales and the same stories and the same myths and legends in those same areas. Yeah. So yeah. it's very very interesting. No, I agree. I agree. And and I think one thing that all those places had in common were, uh, and I think that this is sort of something that is connected to Faye and seeing Faye as well, which is psychedelics. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, and I think that uh, the veil becomes very thin on psychedelics. Uh, and I For think sure. that, and I, I think that can be a thing that allowed them to get better in touch with the the their fey in that area and yeah they're they're always tiny <laughs> they're, they're quite small they're, mm-hmm. they're of course huge ones too sizes of trees sizes yeah. of trees bigger than trees you could ever imagine but uh i mean uh the average fey they like to be snug they like to be <laughs> they they like 
little closed spaces. They also want big open spaces, but I think to rest and to nest, they like little, little areas. For sure. There definitely seems to be kind of categories of fae. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. even like looking through the different cultures and what kind of like spirits they have, there's like um, little winged like pixies is kind of like what we would call them, right? Right. Um, Or just like small people in general. Then we have like the tall, beautiful like elves, very like kind of like the Norse mythology elves kind of a thing. Um, And or like the beautiful but like tricksy, like shape shifters we got like the kitsune mm-hmm. um in japanese Ooh, mythology yes. and things like that where they're going to or the kelpie even um where they're going to take yeah. on the form of like a beautiful woman and try to lure you away uh then Mermaid. we have like your your little creatures like your your brownies and your leprechauns and your goblins have goblins red caps mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. of those kind of little mm-hmm. and they seem to be much more both them and the pixies kind of seem to be like very tricksy and so on, um, where they can be kind of malevolent or benevolent, depending on which good side side of them you get them on or for that day. They're territorial. Which is fascinating. Yeah. The, that's and and those are the ones I think who mostly trick and deceive to get you to mm-hmm. get the hell out. Uh, <laughs> I think most <laughs> of all, those are the ones that are like get out of me, get out of me swamp. Like yeah, uh, get out of my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've been on this realm for far too long to have a meddling human get in their way, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and and ruin all the hard work they've done. Hard like like nurturing the roots of these yeah. trees in this field, you know. And then we have like the plant side of things too, right? We've got mm-hmm. the dryads, we've got the spriggans, um, yes. the and a lot of fae do tend to be very like location based. Like it makes yes. me think of like the nymphs um, of like, ancient Greece, where they would often like be associated with a very particular like river or like um, you know they're they're like the yeah. water, the spirit of the water of that particular body of water um, or dryads yeah. associated with a particular tree. And so, that lines up very with fascinating. Me. That lines up in my experiences too because. I can tell when I'm in Fey land. I can tell when there's Fey afoot. And I can tell when there's no Fey afoot. I can tell uh, if Fey were here at one point, but weren't or aren't anymore. You know, there's just like little tells. Like, I mean, the famous one is a uh, fairy circle with mushrooms, yeah. uh, which, by the way, like I've been so deep in mushroom lore lately. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm lost in the mushroom sauce right now. It's so fascinating. Um, and I maybe would, we'll just have to do an episode about mushrooms in general. One episode because well, I would love would to be just awesome. talk about mushrooms. <laughs> like, and after reading and studying what I've been studying with mushrooms, mushrooms are totally fey. I'm not like uh-huh. they, just how they, they communicate with each other is so fascinating to me. Yeah. Like they literally have like communication networks. Like, yes, it's insane. The mycelium <laughs> network is just, yes. You can't. I can't even begin to wrap my head around it. Uh, insane in the membrane. They are just like in the same realm. I don't know. Like the I, I read once, like the the earth laughs in flowers, and then someone else mused afterwards. They're like, okay, if the earth laughs in flowers, then it must like what are mushrooms? <laughs> yeah, they must be like scheming with mushrooms. <laughs> like, Ooh, definitely a trick, right? Like yeah. mushrooms are tricksy in and of themselves. Very interesting, which makes sense why fairies would love them so much, right? Yeah. Oh, they've just... got like the, the fairy houses and the, oh, the fairy yeah. rings. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. fairy rings brings me to to ask another question. So we the typical lore of the fairy ring is that if you go into the fairy ring, right, you'll be uh, transported yeah. to the realm of the fae. Do you mm-hmm. believe that you could actually travel to the realm of the fae 
be swept off, <laughs> if you will. Yes. Uh, but I don't think, I think it's like in a high priestess way. I think that. Like astrally? Uh, yeah. Like, I, I, and I'm, of course, like, I, this is from my experience. So yeah, other people might have other lived experiences from me. Uh, but, uh, and can you physically go to the Fey Realm? It's hard for me to say yes or no. Uh, like, it, it, I think I'm, in general, I think anything's possible, right? But in my experience, a lot of my communication with the Fey have been me getting drowsy in the forest and taking a sudden nap. Uh, like, where all oh, of a sudden I'm like, I'm exhausted. I need to sleep right here. Uh, and that's when I'd have the most communication with the Fey. Uh, and it would so be very heavily, there. like, with dreams, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, with definitely with dreams, definitely. And, like, just even that hazy, like, I mm. woke up and the world is, uh, like, a little bit, like, helter-skelter and I'm... They're definitely very liminal creatures, right? So it makes sense that, like, in a state mm -hmm. of, like, a trance state or a state of drowsiness, sleepiness, like, mm -hmm. where your brain waves start to kind of slow, that communication would be easier in those yeah, areas. Yeah. And and in those moments, I've seen fantastical things and it's felt soul bound and like cellularly shifted elsewhere. Um, and it's hard to look back upon. I haven't had those experiences since I was very young. Um, and no matter how much I try, of course, they won't just let you in if you just try really hard yeah uh, like, uh, but I, it's gonna but happen even, on its own almost right <laughs> but even with like the trials and passages that they've given me over the years like they're still very secretive and, and like you mentioned earlier like with the with my video messing up you were like oh the fae it's like <laughs> maybe because uh a part of the reason why i don't talk about them very much and it's not like they've ever said like don't shut up it's just like I don't know. They're very private, uh, at least the ones in my experience. Uh, they've been in this land for a very, very, very long time, and they're doing a job, they're, and they don't want to be distracted or taken away from it. And I felt like a bit of an ambassador for a little bit, like in my local forest community, just being like, help us help them <laughs> like like feed the land be take care of the land you know and yeah, be a steward and, of the land instead of somebody who harms it yeah. right and i think but i think most of the experiences i've had with Faye have been on on my territory on this ground rather than me being spirited away to them uh but yeah that that is a very common trope and i've been asked that before it's like no i've never like stepped into a fairy circle i've, I've been in fairy circles and felt magic <laughs> occur but like nothing as jarring never as swept away yes uh, <laughs> didn't wake up an outlander or anything like that no no oh god <laughs> me and illidan the, the original thing uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I think this brings us to are they dangerous? We talked about them kind of like sweeping you away. We've talked about some of their mischievous tricks. We've even yeah. talked about like the ones who might lure you. But um, do you believe that I've heard a lot of yes. other practitioners say like beginners shouldn't work with the Fae and things like that. Um, do you believe that they are dangerous or beginner friendly or how would you describe that's tough. Uh, beginner friendly, no. Uh, but I do think that there's a lot of fear mongering with Faye. Um, I do think that generally 
there are tons of ways to keep dangerous Faye away from you. That's the big thing. Like, and just don't poke the bear. Be respectful. Be kind. Like, <laughs> don't go to them because they will go. You right? They're gonna. You you think you could poke no, a face? They're gonna. They're gonna poke <laughs> you back twenty times over. Like, it. It's that's that's where the danger is with the fae it's it's the taunting it's the suck around and find out (laughs) yes oh my god they invented that you know (laughs) like uh like just don't be a freaking bully don't be an asshole don't be that kid in the the shows that are like come fight me like it's just not gonna end well and (laughs) maybe at best they're going to like make you trip on every rock you pass every 12th step or oh god <laughs> at worst they're gonna steal your family heirloom and have a bonfire over it you know oh, like yeah uh like just don't 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 fuck with the fae it, it, but to convene with them to call to them to but also a part of respect is if they say no and Faye know how to say no. Faye know how if if you reach out to them and you're like, hey, I want I want your assistance, they'll let you know pretty quickly. Leave me alone, and then you respect that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Faye, dangerous. Dangerous is a very specific word. Um, yeah, I mean, they're you can just get into some fuck shit with Faye. Mm-hmm. Uh, some uh, once I, I I use this word again and again and again, mercurial fuck shit. It's it's it's. Mind games. Hide your car keys. <laughs> literally, yes. Like, it's uh, l- lack of balance. It's mis- mixed up memories and not knowing which way you're going. And, and it's very mental games. Every person like you run play. into that day is a Karen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like stuff like that they're really good at. Like manipulating the, the that kind of um subtle air where and all it'll take is like you're going through the grocery store and the fae follows you there and sees this irritable person and then they'll like drop a soup can behind her and then she'll freak out on you you know like that kind of shit uh they will definitely do because respect them respect that's that's all it is like and that's that's where and and respect their nose respect their boundaries yeah one thing i definitely noticed with like a lot of the different stories and stuff and based on stories and folklore yes they are dangerous but i mean i think it's good to take a lot of it with a grain of salt uh the world was a much scarier intimidating place back then without electricity and you know there were many creatures in the night um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not as uh, dangerous of a world for us humans anymore i heard that yeah some of the like punishments that the the fae would give to the humans are like Mm -hmm. they're just like hilariously ironic and like i don't know Mm -hmm. if it's it must just be like the the type of humor kind of with like and again with like the um the hiding your car keys making you trip on every 12th stone or something like ridiculous Mm -hmm. but annoying like that but all of them were like making you dance until you literally like die of exhaustion Mm -hmm. um making you you know sit in front of a feast where no matter how much you eat you're never satiated like these kind of like they're these ironic kind of punishments where Mm -hmm. 
it's just very like fascinating to me. They <laughs> definitely gl- like their their wordplay and their trickery. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the feasts. Fey food is such an important part of Fey culture. Is their their feasts and their their large arrays of delicious and enticing and mouth watering big pieces of bread on melted cheese with thin slices of butter just imagining that was like the studio churned. ghibli like spirited um, away feast yes right <laughs> yes and and i think that one of the uh, i think that's one of the most popular fey tropes as well as you eat the fey food you're stuck in the fey world uh and as someone who has eaten the fey food it's an indebtedness well we were we were we were locked up after that we were we were like the the me and the local fae i and that happened in like the dream that i had like there's no going back per se like there's no going back to no not that's a great way to put it yeah like uh we're we were me and my little troop of creatures beasts (laughs) that that i hang out with uh and who i now consider friends took me a long time to consider them friends uh i don't know if they consider me a friend but that's okay uh like it's some of them some of them yes but most of them no but yeah with the fey food it's i mean and and of course there's like other rules like don't give them your real name which i've broken um (laughs) and what is like what am i supposed to do i'm five years old i'm taking naps in the forest and uh What's your name? Uh, I'm Dixley. Like, what else am I going <laughs> to possibly Stewart. say? Uh, I just learned my name like five days ago. I'm excited to tell you my name. Uh, <laughs> like, There's definitely seems to be a lot of like a protocol around the Fae. Yeah. And they seem to have a lot of like rules, but also like loopholes for the rules. Like one that yes, I, de- I definitely heard the, the name and the don't eat the food. Another one that I've heard is to not say thank you. Like you can't thank them for things that they yeah, do or give you, to you. You don't want to be indebted to a fae. They're just so, they, they're rule breakers. They're going to milk you of it. For the rest of your life and in ways that I've been indebted to the Fae, it's like, give a, okay, like, uh, thank you. They're like, oh, well, since, you know, uh, you, uh, we did you well, a now favor. You me. Yeah. What, what about some, and I mentioned this earlier, whipped cream. They love their whipped cream. Uh, and honey, <laughs> uh, give it to us for like a couple weeks, you know? Uh, if you don't, well, if I don't, uh, I end up having horrible what's the word calibration like where i'm just constantly falling butter fingers i feel oh, like oh like are your just... um your inner ear is like messed yeah, up and like... yeah i'm just uh like my my inner compass is just all screwed up uh i i'm just like slightly to the left the whole time i'm hearing <laughs> noises i'm feeling tugs it's disorienting uh, and then I come and I bring them the the whipped cream and I feel much better. Uh, that that's that's how they've usually come through for me. Has been this very subtle like pulling of pigtails because yeah. I was so. I, and I think that's where I think the they knew I was also like a little kid. So you think that they took pity? I guess in a way, sort Maybe. of. Maybe I I wonder. I wonder how they feel about that. I, I I'm sure they did because I took such good care of them, even through all the nonsense <laughs> they put me through. I, I I gave them so much, and uh, not that they needed me either. Uh, but but I I loved them. I I visited them all the time, and I would take naps there every day, 
and just like lose myself in this world and i saw magnificent things and uh i'm getting a little ahead of myself though but i i think that (laughs) i don't know uh, and and for those who are wondering how to protect let's say that you're listening to this and you're like wow i don't want to interact with this is not (laughs) i do not want to be involved in this at all there are things in control for life not for me (laughs) (laughs) they're like wait a minute i I, this something i don't want to do uh the big one is iron iron they hate iron they are repelled by iron it is like uh, yucky yucky smells bad tastes bad feels bad and i think that a lot of people this is don't why really- a lot of like protection magic in general in witchcraft is based in iron is because it comes from a lot of these folk beliefs of repelling the fae i believe um mm-hmm. things like putting a horseshoe over your door or at your gate right. um even like one very common like house protection charm i see now is taking two iron nails and you tie them together in like an x or a cross and you hang it at your door so that's like another one. Any of like the mm-hmm. railroad nails or the um the railroad spikes or the coffin nails, it's because they're they're iron, in addition to other properties. But Yeah. And and just just know that if you got any huge iron things in your house, they're probably not good. I, I know most of my fae, they stay outside. because uh, I don't know what this house is built out of. I'm sure there's iron uh everywhere. Keep but your one cast thing, iron skillets away from the fae. <laughs> true, they hate that. They do not want that. <laughs> Um, but another thing that people realize have iron in it are Himalayan salt lamps. Iron minerals. Yeah. Yeah, The iron minerals in that also keep fey away. So if you have, if you're like, why aren't the fey coming to me? And you got a Himalayan salt lamp, which it seems very fey because it's pink and it lights up the room (laughs) in a very specific aura. Get some pink selenite instead for a lamp. (laughs) Yeah. Just no, no, no Himalayan salt lamps. Uh, they don't like them. And as soon as I got rid of mine, my brownie came back. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah, I got a brownie that patrols our little area. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. I guess that's one thing, too, where it's like if you're not seeing, if you're giving offerings or so on in your house and you're not seeing like the results, you want maybe take them outside. Maybe there's something preventing yes. them from being able to interact Definitely. as much as you'd like them to. They will always prefer being outdoors unless they're brownies, uh, which, <laughs> but even then, he goes and hangs out outside afterwards <laughs> but but he's the only so one who's what would you recommend for somebody who like let's say they accidentally pissed off the fae <laughs> so maybe they're trying oh, to give offerings or lure um you know to start a relationship but you they think for some reason things are seem wrong they're feeling the tugs their items are going missing what would you recommend them to do to rectify it so that kind of protection you get on your knees and you beg and you say i'm so sorry <laughs> like and he'll <laughs> And you uh, give them all the whipped cream that they want. Let that uh, ego go. <laughs> they, they, those, they can hold a grudge. That's, that's, and, and I think that's where like the fear mongering comes from. Where like it's true. If you piss off a fae in a very specific way, it, it's really hard to undo it. Like they're old. They're old, old. And the, to hate you for your lifetime is one little blip for for theirs. Like, it's not that deep for them, but disrespect them. And and how do you not disrespect them on accident? You don't litter. You don't disrespect your, disrespect your surroundings. Don't listen to that. You gotta, you gotta respect your surroundings. You gotta respect <laughs> nature. You gotta blow kisses to flowers. And if you see someone and like little things, like when you take a, pick a flower, 
you make sure you say like thank you flower for giving me this life and like giving me this joy for picking you and the scent of blah 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 if they hear that they feel that you don't have to say it out loud they are very amazing and can tap into just your intention good intention goes a long way with Faye. But they will take advantage of you if you're too good. So you gotta stay a little vigilant as well. They don't. They don't want some. They don't want a people pleaser. They do want a people pleaser. Actually, they want a fake pleaser. Uh, <laughs> uh, but honestly, if you piss but off, they'll take the advantage f- of it. Yeah, but if you piss off a fae too hard, you might just have to move. Uh, <laughs> get the hell out of there there's uh, no rectifying it once it goes beyond a certain I don't know like, so that's don't a fuck up one. too bad guys no I, no no like I, that's hard to say I've never pissed off my fae hard enough to but like it, it's just be kind they and and then leave them the fuck alone like never reach out to that fae again and they will Ooh, not move on to happy. a different one yeah <laughs> get some allies in some other areas before you go back to the one yeah yeah get get some good referrals from other local fae yeah. <laughs> some fae uh, references yeah <laughs> so i guess like uh, to wrap this up like let's talk about working with the fae so like if somebody's Ooh, yeah. like okay you know i i'm really interested in the fae i want to make a relationship with them i want to work with them how would you recommend that they start kind of getting their attention mm. or going about this in a way that's going to be respectful and not uh get them in too much trouble yeah okay yeah that's a great question um so first of all i'm gonna kneel to the people who live in cities uh it's way harder to get in touch with fey in cities uh in concrete jungles do they exist yes uh are they happy there no so tread carefully with city fey from my experience once again i just uh, and and the number one thing that comes to mind is nature just in general they love nature they love flowers they love beautiful shiny things they love crystals oh my gosh give them all your crystals if not they're gonna take them from you anyway uh <laughs> many many a crystal have been lost to the fae over the oh, years no. <laughs> uh just mysteriously gone mysteriously missing and then i get to my forest area and it's there it's like thank you <laughs> i guess you wanted my uh clear quartz for a few months uh <laughs> they love sweets they love honey they love whipped cream they love sprinkles uh they love dough they love cookies i love dough too me too yeah me, me and I just have a lot of any type of dough cookie dough <laughs> cake batter even like bread dough i don't know there's something about uncooked like baked goods <laughs> it's me in the core <laughs> and and i want to reiterate for the whole name thing like don't tell the fae your real name the whole thing of that is like it's very and if you haven't seen spirited away uh i think spirited away is one of the best modern fairy tales and with a real emphasis on the word fairy like there the the whole film is just riddled with fae symbolism and archetypes and it makes me think of the scene with Yubaba taking chihiro's name away uh it's just sort of an ownership it's uh it's a source of power Names have power exactly yeah. and, so and, by having someone's name you essentially have power over that that person or that thing right yeah, is the whole point because we hear the same thing with demons it's like demons don't want to give their name away as soon as you have like the the name of a demon then you can exercise it right like that's the whole right 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 
Yeah, it, it, it's sort of the same thing there. Like, and and not that I would ever, not that I change anything that I would do uh, differently. I'm glad that this is the path I've been on with all the connections I've made. But like, having a fake name isn't a bad thing. They're smart though. They're gonna know it's not your real name, but they're gonna be like, "I'm waiting for you to see your movie." You. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, slip up. But working with the Fae, like get out in nature. They love that shit. They to go out there and bring them stuff. Is yeah. what I'm not getting from this. Yeah, yeah, they they love shit. They love sparkly, shiny little trinkets. They love little objects. They love delicious little uh, cakes and little things of food. Um, they love to watch you commune with nature. They love to watch you hug trees. They love to see you care. They they want to see you care. Uh, the ones that matter do, of course. Like I said, there's tons of fae that won't give a fuck about you, uh, which is also good. And they're gonna do their own fae thing. And sometimes you're just gonna be in a losing battle and be with some a fae that's stubborn and doesn't want anything to do with you <laughs> and keeps trying to push you out, push you out, push you out. But for those the fae that are you know sort of peeking around corners, curious, interested, there's definitely ways to call them in and. Uh, just also, they they honor and are enchanted by curiosity of all forms. They love to listen to music. Oh, they love music. Bring like a nice <laughs> ocarina into the forest. Bring your like they they love twangy twangy little sounds. They love singing. Yeah, they they yeah they love mushrooms. Like I said. And so for my case, because I work mostly with forest fae, oftentimes in my experience, a lot of fae have messengers on this realm and uh, the ones around here use deer. Uh, so also connecting to the local wildlife that uh, it, it's so, so intrinsic, it's hard to put into words, but I could tell right away that they were messengers and that they kind of waltzed between the veil, uh, just like the Fae did. One of my very like core memories growing up was waking up from one of my naps in the forest and I was just surrounded by a bunch of nesting deer. Oh my gosh, that sounds so magical. Like and whenever I would go to that spot, deer would sit next to me. I'd be able to pet and hang out with all the local deer. And that to me was always the closest to the tangibility of the fae. Mm -hmm. uh, so they just they just want to see you being a good person, good to all creatures, good to they don't even care about being you being good to yourself. <laughs> like, like just be good <laughs> to others, just put yourself out there, be kind and uh be curious. And you're going to meet all kinds of fae. You're going to meet storyteller fae that want to tell you all about who they are, uh, what what the, what house they come from, who they represent. Uh, you're going to meet shy fae. You're going to meet old, old, older than you could ever imagine fae that live in the, who are the forest, who are the roots, who are the, the spirit of the, the quiet that you're sitting in. And there's, there's wind fae, there's cloud fae, there's flower fae, they're everywhere. And it's so subtle, but then you tune in and I do feel luckier having knowing the fae, having them on my side, being through the trials and tribulations they put me through, which included me doubting what I was seeing and experiencing. That's a part of their magic is the, did I really experience that? Was that just a dream or was that something more? And I think that just being in contact with the Fae increases your intuition, increases your appreciation yeah. for how intricate 
all these layers of existence really are and just really allowing yourself to be enchanted and, and, and spirited away to this other world and their own. And, and I mean, there's so much we didn't even get to go over, but like they have their oh, own yeah. rules. They have their own lives. They have their own experiences and regulations. And I mean, many forms too. Uh, we talked about in the unicorn episode, our unicorn fae. My belief, yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, just like how I think dragon are fae, which I believe we want to do a dragon episode. Yes, we definitely want to do a dragon episode. <laughs> so uh, I would love to talk about dragons. Um, uh, I'm, I am I just love mythical creatures, really. Mm-hmm. Me too. And and if, if you're looking for fae, if you're like, hmm, is there like fae here? Is it even worth beckoning them in right now i don't know the the forest is a magical place i don't know the nature is magical nature speaks right and i think that a lot of the things that we take for granted such as when a rose blooms in three different colors it's like oh that's cool there's something there but there's something there, more there a little there could bit, be yeah. something afoot that's when you start to investigate if fae are around they and and um, also, maybe in a more mundane way, I think the way that most Fae introduce themselves to people is, why is the right shoe on the left side and your left shoe on the right side? Like, those little things, like... Things being slightly off, like... Yeah, just a slightly... I always use the term, everything's slightly to the left. Everything's just slightly skewed. Uh, the, they, like I said, they like to play upon people's imaginations, emotions, uh, beliefs, and if if a fae's poking at you, they may or may not want to be poked back. But if you do decide to poke back, be kind, be gentle, listen. Have lots of whipped cream. Yes, lots of whipped cream, <laughs> lots of sprinkles, and and listen. The fae, like the high priestess, does not speak our language generally. They they speak in angel numbers. They speak in dreams. They speak in the way that a wind blows through a forest through all the trees and the sun shines through the tops like it, that that's how the face speak it's very subtle and it makes yeah it's they it's almost like um i've noticed this with a lot of different like spirits in general but um it's in patterns it's in themes it's in um you know seeing that one animal like a few too many times on your way into work or you know whatever it might be just something is is different something is a little off something feels special yeah and trust that trust that that it's special and and think about all the humans that missed those messages and took them for granted by being open to Fae and being open to the possibility of their existence, you are just simply allowing life to be more magical. Yeah. And- so that's one thing, like, I am a certified skeptic for sure. But one thing I'm trying to just allow myself to, to think more and to open up more and like, what's the worst thing that happens? The world is a little more magical. It's a little more special. It's a little more fun. Yeah. Like, what's really, like, the harm in that? So allowing myself to mm-hmm. be a little more open. And as much as my, it's hard for my science brain sometimes to, <laughs> to click off, a lot of science isn't discovered yet, right? It's just yeah. like... Exactly. Everything science takes time and it takes the technology able to discover it. So all I think I do think a lot of things are just not we just don't have the technology to prove it yet, but it doesn't mean it's not real. Yeah. And 
God knows that the Fae will never allow technology to discover them. So maybe this will <laughs> just be one of life's eternal mysteries. <laughs> the non-discovery of the Fae is proof that the Fae exists. Yes, that is exactly what they want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a really good spot to kind of wrap up. Do you have any like final thoughts? Or I definitely want to do another part of this. Yeah, in the we definitely, we so definitely should. I, I There's so much more I could talk about. Uh, but I think that if there's anything I could leave everyone with, if this interested you and you want to learn more and understand more about what Faye are, I recommend looking into the works of Brian Froud. Uh, Brian Froud here, if if you're watching on video, uh, that's the Oracle deck I have is by Brian Froud, the fairy's Oracle. And all I got to say, there's two things I got to say about him. One, uh, he has the sight, like the way that he depicts the fae. And, and when I say the sight, it's just a term like he, he, he sees the fae. It, it's just he has the sight. Uh, and this is exactly the, the pictures I see in the cards are exactly what I've experienced in Fae, how wide ranging uh, the creatures are. Uh, I'll just show two pictures here. Like, of course, we got like the Piper, which looks very close to Pan. Um, very satyr like. Yeah. 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 And, and even this is like the topsy turvets and like just the strange, um, almost grotesque looking humanoid goblin as yeah Brian Shroud worked on a lot of what you uh the listeners might know him from he worked on the labyrinth and um the dark crystal right yes he helped yes. kind of design some of the characters in there um mm-hmm. and I, he just it's just so clear he works with fairies so i just i I trust his insight uh, more than anyone yeah. else that in the Fey world. Uh, th- as soon as I saw his creations, I'm like, oh, like we are kindred spirits. We we see what <laughs> we see the same things. And the second thing is, yeah, don't let the fear mongering of Fey get to you. Uh, is it beginner friendly? Maybe not. It takes a little bit of bravery, a little bit of courage, a little bit of like uh, agency on your part to know that you're have in your control. wits about you for sure. Yeah, like we the the. The fae prey upon uh, people with low self-confidence and people who are scared, you know? So so if, if you're willing to jump into this world with bravery, with excitement, with curiosity, then uh, maybe there's a fae waiting for you to hang out with you, give you some extra luck, give you some extra spirit to get through this world gone mad. <laughs> but I, I think that's all I've got to say. Oh, awesome. So yeah, for everybody watching, definitely check out the Unicorn Magic episode if you're interested in learning more about the Fae. That's one of the episodes we currently have. And I would definitely check out our Samhain episode where we talked about ghosts and spirits too. I feel like both of those episodes are a good complement to this one. And if you have any future questions about Fae or topics you'd like us to cover about the Fae, definitely let us know either in the comments or in uh, on Discord. So come join us there. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, come visit us next on our upcoming episode will be about the new moon or full moon in Scorpio. And it's also an eclipse. So that'll be our next episode. Next Thursday, it'll be streamed or this Thursday, if you're listening on Monday. (laughs) And very excited for that one. And then our episode after that will be all about glamour magic, which I am... A nice or that'll be our next up. big episode. That'll be very fun. So that'll be our streamed yeah. episode after the the moon. And then I think me and Shady are going to be talking about cryptids. That's mm-hmm. kind of sandwiched in there. And then do you remember what you and Fuchsia will be talking about? 
tea leaf readings. We're going to be oh, doing right. tassiography. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So fun. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. It's been a while since I've done tea magic. So we'll, we'll have a good time with that too. Yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. And once again, um, if you want to come join us on Patreon, Dukesy will have a fey reading up for you here soon. So we hope to see you there. And until we see you guys next time, bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.